it is makes it worth a million dollars to you as a human being, if that makes sense. So as you listen to these things, one of the the things that I don't know if they're going to spill the tea on is it, it's more about thinking about the human being than it is how expensive the gift is. And sometimes, you know, it is a little more money. I'm not going to say it's not, but really thinking about like that Starbucks coffee deal. I, I mean, a hundred bucks. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it was because I had listened to him so many times. I knew that he loved coffee. That's what I was buying. Welcome to the Miracle Plant Podcast, the show that inspires, promotes, and gives you a daily dose of inspiration from the people who have used cannabis to change their lives in extraordinary ways. Here's your host, Justin Benton. Welcome back to the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant with so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. Well, today we've got a really cool buddy of mine, a great guest, the billion-dollar cowboy, Bart Miller. And he was a part of this incredible One Connection Away masterclass that we're running Uh, And uh, he was so gracious enough to come by and share his wisdom uh, about networking and making connections, especially in this new world where we're combining, you know, the old networking of showing up and and pressing the flesh, as they say, shaking hands and and getting to know people, looking them in the eye. Uh, Now with this new virtual world that has opened up since March of 2020 and combining those two worlds. So and that's obviously what I've been on this journey uh, since March of 2020 and connecting with amazing people like Bart Miller, who's a part of the inner circle with Russell Brunson. So sit back, relax, enjoy, learn about this new world that's combined with the old world and how you can connect and and, and get next to and work with the people that you know are going to be able to help you accomplish whatever it is you're looking to accomplish in your life and business. So thanks again for swinging by the Miracle Plan podcast and uh, have a listen. Here's Bart. The billion dollar cowboy, the, the, the networker of networkers. This guy is an absolute legend. He, he, he's known in front of the scenes. He's done more things than any one human I think could ever have. I consider myself a rabbit holer. This guy is the rabbit holer of rabbit holers. And what I mean by a rabbit holer is that you, when you go down a hole, you go all the way down to China, as we used to say when we were kids. And I mean, this guy, he has been a professional. Uh, he's in the rodeo and roping. He's also done cycling. He's, uh, he's won a uh, championship bodybuilding and working out. He just, I mean, he, he, you know, he's just amazing. And he's helped and he's, he's a coach. He's helped, you know, countless of other people uh, explode and have great businesses. He's got an amazing, um, you know, course that he's doing right now. And he's got a mastermind. So we are just absolutely so excited to have uh, you know, Bart, join us here. We're going to get him on here in a second once we get the, the the good old technology fired up. But I'm just so excited to have him here. He he has been a mentor to me. He has actually already made a, a, a you know a potentially a billion dollar connection with me. Uh, a guy that truly is doing billions, and him and I got connected, and and it's all because of this guy Bart. So I'm just so excited to uh, to hopefully bring up uh, Mr. Bart Miller here. So go ahead and get your. Uh, your uh, your screen going there, Bart. Did you have anything else to add to Christopher while we bring him up? Oh, there we go. Perfect timing. Look at that. Hey, there he is. There's the man. The myth. What's up, you guys? Bart Miller. What's going on, Billion Dollar Cowboy? Living the dream, man. Just excited to be here and uh, talk about some networking. Right. That's what life's all about: is blessing each other's lives. Absolutely, brother. And we were talking about 
how you know you've you've you're a coach and you help other people and 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 I'm in your world and and now you're in my world and yeah. we're able to you know make a, a, a we were talking about bringing on super connectors yeah. you're a super connector you've got a network you've dug your well for how many years 10 20 25 okay. years I want to date the whole you. life <laughs> yes and and uh, another natural born salesman there in part and he has an amazing uh, network and like I was saying Bart is the rabbit holer of rabbit holers. So he rabbit holes on cycling. He rabbit holes on uh, weightlifting. He rabbit holes on rodeo and, and, and roping. He rabbit holes on marketing. He rabbit holes on e-commerce. Right now he's rabbiting holes on pickleball. And so every community that he rabbit holes, he goes all the way to the top. He gets the very best of the mentors. He doesn't mess around. He becomes a world champion. And so this guy is like truly a super, super connector in so many different fields. He is the definition of a renaissance man who does it all, knows it all, knows everybody, and everybody knows Bart. So the Billion Dollar Cowboy is here to share some of his secrets, some of his stories. We're going to spill a little bit of tea and talk some talk uh, talk shop a little bit about how powerful relationships are, connections are, and what they've meant to your business. And uh, we're just so happy to have you here. We only got you here for another 28 minutes, so I'm going to shut up. And then, yeah. brother, how are Let's you? Roll. Man, I tell you what, I can't, uh, I'll have you. Justin is my pitch man. Any day sets me up so well. I mean, he makes me feel good about myself. I wonder if it's still me. But uh, no, uh, networking really is the most powerful thing I've ever done in my career. And they say your net worth equals your network, you know, and I think there's a lot of truth in that. So uh, a couple things, I don't know exactly where I want to go here, but a couple things, I'll just give you some stories of a couple of people you may know. Uh, so one day I, uh, well in life, there was two things as a young kid I wanted to be. One was a professional calf roper. Number two was Michael Jordan. And neither one of those really worked out for me very well. So, uh, long story short, I always have watched and followed a lot of the rodeo cowboys because, oh my goodness, my dog, hold on five seconds under control. Yes. Love dogs. I've got two labs and now it's the new world. It's March of 2020 kids and yeah. labs. That way, you know, it's real. You know what I mean? All right. So I, I'm back. I, I anyway. Boys on the other side of this wall playing video games. And I'm mutant saying quiet down over there. Ah, man, I'm telling Don't you, worry. dog loves his new toys. Mama got him. So anyway, uh, I was on, I, I watched these guys and I watched their careers. And one day a guy named Tyson Durfee made a post about how he was going to build a school and what he was going to do. In my background, I built a lot of schools in my career. And so I just reached out to him. I said, hey, whatever you do, make sure you take these precautions. And if you need any help, just reach out. That's all I said. It was just a simple post. Now, at this point in time, Tyson, I think, has 100,000 followers on Instagram. So I'm like, the likeliness of him seeing it. He probably has somebody running any social media, whatever. It doesn't matter. All of a sudden, I got a phone call about an hour later. And it was a, a number out of Texas. And I don't usually answer them. So I just let it go to voicemail. And then he sent me a text and he's like, hey, this is Tyson Durfee. I'd love to chat with you for a second. I was like, I'll take that call. So I called him back and I said, hey, this is, you know, how can I help you? So he asked me all these cool questions. And uh, so from that, I was able to become really good friends with Tyson, helping build his first online school. And then obviously kept going and was able to have, not, I, didn't, I didn't obviously get him on the stage at Funnel Hacking Live, but he was on the stage at Funnel Hacking Live. And, uh, you know, he's had a great, great experience to uh, to help from the beginning of that all the way through and, and now have him as one of my best friends. Absolutely awesome. So, um, you know, that's a cool experience from just one little social media thing, giving to somebody else at a level that, did I have to? No, 
But did I want to? Of course. Was it a great relationship that I really wanted to have? Yes. So, you know, that helped me there. And then in that same world, there's a guy named Trevor Brazil. And I just dressed him for the NFR for the first time last year. And uh, I, there was another guy that I connected to, did a few favors for him. And in one day in, by, in passing, he goes, hey, I'd really like to take you to this major event. And by the way, Trevor Brazil is probably going to be there. And I'm friends with him. And I was like, for real? Like, that sounds cool. So anyway, through that connection, he took me there. We did a bunch of stuff. I met Trevor and that built that relationship. So that was really cool. And now, you know, I got to dress him when I'm, I, I've been able to rope at his house, which is to, to, to a lot of you, that means nothing unless you're in the world, the world of rodeo. And, uh, you know, Trevor Brazil is the most decorated cowboy in history. So absolutely amazing. Well, let's still- talk about dressing real quick. I didn't even get, get to yeah. fit that in, in the rabbit holes. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, I know that that's what you're 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 maybe most known for in yeah. our digital marketing world. But yeah. and 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 I that's how I knew you first as well. Right. And and like, you know, you obviously the, the big name that we know in digital marketing is Russell Brunson. And yeah. you know, he you dress him for everything. He won't put one article of clothing on without getting the Bart, the Bart stamp of approval and whatever Bart says goes. I mean, it's like he doesn't <laughs> question it. Uh, you know, Russell will admit he doesn't have much fashion taste other than, you know, flip flop. He'd be wearing flip flops and, and <laughs> jean shorts and, and T-shirts. If you should. But but but, uh, you know, Bart uh, literally. And, and, and to me, it's, it's like, oh, those are cool clothes. But one night there was a late mastermind. Uh, Bart was explaining all of the intricacies and the backgrounds and what who is your audience. And you can actually dress for your audience. Like so you're. You know, you don't want to dress up too much. And so the whole thing is so calculated. I know it's really stressful for Bart to be, yeah. to, I mean, we, not, we, we can talk because we're private now. Like this is not public, but like I did some calculations, like some, and it wasn't stomper math is the inside yeah. joke, but it was the math. Russell pulled in about $30 million over the weekend, uh, Funnel Hacking Live about a month ago. Yeah. And, and part of that was his look. And part of that, that stress is that Bart wants to make sure that he looks the right exact way at the exact perfect time. So that's yet another thing that Bart does. I mean, this guy does it all. I mean, what don't you do, brother? I assume you probably golf too, right? Well, you know? sad thing is, as I did for years, I uh, I did golf a lot. And but uh, it's great for anyway. networking. But again, that's how a lot of people know you. It's through the hey. through the dressing. Hey, Bart, that story you shared that story. I heard you share that story once before about how Russell reached out to you about dressing him. I don't know. Is that worth sharing? To, uh, yeah. If, if you want to know that. Great. So, uh, you know, the real story of how it all happened was, is that I showed up at all events looking extremely nice myself. So that's one thing I take pride in is when I would show up and it got to the point where people would ask. So back in the day, inner circle used to be, you would come with a group of 25 and there was four different time slots. So you came in 25s, 25, 25, 25. Well, people who were coming in my group would reach out and be like, oh, crap, I got to go shopping because Bart's going to be there. All this. It got to be kind of a, I don't know, it was kind of funny. Well, anyway, we were sitting there one day and Russell asked the audience, he goes, who Googled Bart before they ever talked to him to find out who he was when he walked in a room? And a majority of the hands raised. and It was crazy. It even blew my mind. And they wanted to know what I did, what I was all about because of my presence. And I always tell people, you know, they want to buy a Lamborghini, they want to buy a Rolls, they want to buy all these things, but that gets left at the door. Nobody gets to see it. If you want to spend your money right, spend it on great clothes because they get to see that all night long. 
you know, the, the Bellman's the only one that gets the opportunity to go, wow, that Ferrari is awesome. Everybody else is already in there having a party. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so, uh, so Russell one day was standing there we were at inner circle and he goes, you know, I need help with my dress, this and that and the other. And I go, yeah, he goes, what's it going to take? Well, the sad part that Russell always does, and, and, and I love him for it, let's be clear, but he's always like, you guys have got to raise your prices. You've got to be high ticket, you know, and he just got done doing one of those preaching moments. And I was like, hmm, perfect opportunity, right? <laughs> I mean, so I named my price. I think at that time it was $30,000 for two days of shop. And, you know, I was just joking around with him. And he go, he looked at Melanie and he goes, wire him the money. And I was like, batch, now I've got to go dress him. <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't that, but there is, there really is a lot that goes to it. And, uh, I find the reason I, a lot of people ask me why I don't have an offer. I'm known for that. And I'm not known for my coaching. I'm not known for my accountability. I'm not known for all that. So a lot of people go, why don't you have a major course for that? And reality is, is that I have put out a few offers on it. And the truth be told, if you're not on stage, or you're not doing certain things, you don't take the offer. People don't know how critical dress is. So they don't, they don't put the energy behind it, which is really interesting. So it, unless you're going to be on stage or a big event, people aren't looking for me. It's kind of like funerals. You're not looking for a coffin every day of your life. You can see offers, but you're just not going to buy one and have it sitting around for when you're ready to die. Right. It just doesn't happen. They just, but anyway, moral of the story is, is that's why I haven't done it. So I don't know if that well, I think, I mean, again, you have so many networks that you've rabbit holed down in so many things that yeah. it's, it is really, truly an honor. And, and let's talk about, again, we're spilling some tea here. We're in a private room. Uh, so uh, let's talk about the, to, uh, you know, dovetail. How did you meet the La Payne? I believe it yeah. had something about what exactly what you're talking about. Nice yeah, so, yeah. Law was, uh, we were both in the line get, well, I was getting that 10 X award right there. And we were both standing in line and, uh, Law was behind me and we we're just chatting it up. And then I go, Hey, next time you come, you got to at least let me tailor that suit for you. Cause he had a nice suit on, but it just wasn't, it didn't fit him really well. He started laughing. He goes, okay, we're Willis. So we started to fashion talk a little bit. And then from there, we just kind of walked out. Well, then he wanted to meet somebody. And uh, so it was uh, a couple of people he hadn't met before, which was Brandon, Kalen Poole and a few others that he hadn't been introduced to. So we happened to be walking out and I saw them. So I just said, Hey, let me just do a quick introduction for you. And he goes, Oh, no, you don't have to do that. I'm like, no, I'd be glad to. So I walked up, introduced him. And then I just left, you know, basically. And uh, he found me later and was like, Hey, so great. You know, here's a case of his energy drink and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, I don't expect any of this. Like, I just wanted to help you out. You're such an awesome individual. And then he goes, no, I really want to bless your life too. And I was like, well, then we got a friendship going here. So um, then we left. And I can't remember what happened, but somehow or another, he reached out to me. I reached out to him for, I can't remember. It was something we needed anyway. So we reached out, we started chatting. And from there, our, our relationship just has exploded. And uh, he's been to multiple of my events. He spoke at them. He's really blessed my community a lot and uh, just become a great resource. So I'm super grateful for him and all he's done. But, uh, but yeah, that's how I met him. Another a guy I met was a guy named Darren Kidd, which is a huge profile guy. And Darren is really, really interesting. But I, I was listening to his podcast a lot. And he mentioned that he goes to Starbucks all the time. That was one of his deals. And so uh, I just reached out and found out which Starbucks he was going to just by watching what he was doing, where he was going. So once I figured that out, I literally just sent him a $100 Starbucks card in the mail 
to that Starbucks to give to him. Cause I didn't know where he was at. I didn't know nothing. I was just hoping they would do it. Like I just reached out and said, Hey, this guy shows up there. Like, Oh yeah, we know who he is I'm like, cool. Here's hundred bucks for his buy his coffee for him. And don't, you know, you don't need to tell him anything else. And they're like, cool. So uh, the kid was smart. He kept my phone numbers. And uh, anyway, so Darren got the hundred dollars and he texted me and said, thanks. And that built that relationship from there. Just totally wanted to give, I honestly didn't expect to call back nothing. I didn't know the kid was, I just did it. Didn't even give him my name. Because I, I truly was so grateful for the podcast and what he was giving me in my life at that point in time. I just wanted to give back. I was so I was so grateful. So, you know, that turned into a really cool moment for me, too, which is really How did you track down to Starbucks. How did you figure that out? So uh, when he would get on his podcast, he was talking about a high school because his kid was in school. Long story, like how it all worked. But I just started putting piece together. I mean, Google is an amazing thing. Right. So started just starting to play on some stuff and it. It's like stalking. Let's be clear. It was bad. Like I stalked this good way. There's a, there's got to yeah. be a good really, really, good It truly is, but that's how it was. I don't want to tell you all the secrets, but, <laughs> but I literally stalked the dude down and kind of just sent him a gift, you know, because it, like I said, he just really blessed my life. And I, I honestly want to tell you though, in my network, and I do have an amazing network. But I want you to know they bless my life more than I bless theirs. And, and it's always, like I said, it's it's every time I network with somebody just like Justin or, you know, it, it, just anybody like you guys, Christopher Voss has sent me things. It doesn't have to, you know, he never expects anything in return. Justin's the same way. Like just they care. They see things, the things that mean things to them. And what these two guys do extremely well that I I really appreciate. And it's something I really try to be cautious of is. You know, you guys, when you're doing these kind of things, we we think we have to do a big gift. Like it's got to be something like a Rolex and it's all these things. Reality is that's not it. A lot of times we have a lot of things, but it's that thought that somebody goes, oh, you liked this. I noticed this and I made this happen. That makes you go, what? How did they even know I liked pretzels? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I mentioned it, but like to do something about it. Right. And it's not that expensive. But it, the thought behind it and what it is makes it worth a million dollars to you as a human being, if that makes sense. So as you listen to these things, one of the, the things that I don't know if they're going to spill the tea on is it, it's more about thinking about the human being than it is how expensive the gift is. And sometimes, you know, it is a little more money. I'm not going to say it's not, but really thinking about like that Starbucks coffee deal. I, I mean, a hundred bucks. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it was because I had listened to him so many times. I knew that he loved coffee. That's what I was buying. But he it. knew, he knew the extra effort that you had to put in to find yeah. out. I mean, that's those little things. It's like a hundred dollar gift. I mean, the guy could buy his own coffee, but you oh. thought buy him coffee. And the fact that you listened enough to go, okay, this is the one that he goes to. And it's like, and some people think this guy, people always say, doesn't that make them feel creepy? I'm like, no, you're paying attention to them. They're like, it, my wife knew everything I was doing up to the time I asked her to marry me. She knew exactly what I was up to, but it's how I did it. That made her feel completely different. And that guy didn't feel weird about it. He was like, man, how do he do this? <laughs> and I don't know if Justin was there when law gave me my, uh, he, he bought my wife and I Louis Vuitton's. Were you there when he got those for us? I saw the bags. Yeah. That was wrong. So it was a cool story how he did that. So here's another networker, right? So he he had these bags. He brings him up on stage because he was going to be speaking with me. And he brings him up on stage and he goes, he goes, I didn't know with you being dressing 
I didn't know if you liked Louis Vuitton. I knew nothing. He goes, so what I did was uh, he sent in um, Dustin into the Louis Vuitton shop and had him look up my, see if I had an account set up and on my account, what I'd already bought. And then he found that my wife had a purse that was part of a set. And then he bought us matching things that went with the entire set. And I mean, that's just next level thinking, right? That you just go, man, that's awesome. Like, that's the kind of stuff I love to do right there is like, you know, he didn't just go buy something to buy something. He bought something that he knew went with everything I did and knew I had an account there. So therefore he knew I liked it because I'd bought stuff. Yep. Some influencers give you a gift. Like someone posted on Instagram, today is my birthday and here's everything I'm going to do for my birthday. I'm going here for breakfast. I'm going here for lunch. I'm going here for dinner. It's like, thank you so much. You've given me the greatest gift in the world. I'm going to go get gift cards. I'm going to tell you. So, you know, when they show up for lunch, the manager says, oh, by the way, I just want you to know your lunch is paid for. I'm like, what? My lunch is paid for? So just looking at the details. I mean, paying attention to things. People want, people love it when you pay attention. I remember when you, I remember freezing the picture when you mentioned you like pretzels and I'm zooming in. I'm oh, like, yeah. I see the pretzels sitting on his, on his thing, but I couldn't really make out the label. So I'm Googling pretzels with blue labels, pretzels with red labels. I'm like, I think there's a D in the name. I'm like, holy crap, these are dots. (laughs) But you have to look in the background, look at what's going on. I mean, just looking at Bart right now, you can see in the background, if people are looking for gift ideas for Bart, just look around in this background right there. (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, there's, there's free gifts back there. Look for them, but I love that story. You got Beatles right there. You got golf. You got Husker football. I mean, they're there. You know, what it's I mean? all over. It's all over. It's like it's 100%. there. And that yeah. when I'm home, you can see my kids and you know stuff like that. So that's yeah. all. Yeah. I'll that's tell you one other cool story is is that when you do have a network, here's another thing that I want you to consider though. A lot of people always want to call me to get to certain people, and so also be cautious when you're networking. And doing this kind of stuff that you don't overstep your bounds. So I'll give you an example. Funnel Hacking Live this year, a lot of you know that Garrett White gave Russell a really cool gift if you were there. And it was um, major portraits. But what people don't know is I was the one that was the connector in that. So what happened is I got a phone call from someone and they're like, hey, I, I had no idea it was Garrett, by the way. I had no idea Garrett was gifting this, but they needed access to photos. And so they called me and said, hey, we need to get access to this type of stuff. And I was like, dude, I don't know enough if I'm going to do this for you. <laughs> like, this is this is you're asking for a lot anyway. But I knew the person well enough a- after they they asked the favor. And I said, OK, I'll do it. So I got him in contact with the right people to make it all happen. But but they did it the right way is what I'm trying to get at. So so don't just because you learn these tactics, don't go after somebody who's like, Justin, hey, I want to get to. You know, XYZ and Justin has a lot of freaking amazing ballers. And so does Christopher Voss that they can get you to. And they, you want to use the cheat code by going to them and just instantly they're going to connect you. And I'm here to tell you that it doesn't always work that way. So just just really think those relationships through and uh, do it the right way. Well, I, I had an example, too, of that. So we were at uh, Napoleon Hill Foundation uh, with Russell and doing some cool stuff with them. And uh, after the, the, it was a really big deal and there was a big gala and it was a big splash and Russell was treated like royalty and all this stuff. But after I left, I got a call from um, someone at the foundation that said that there was a literally a billionaire 
that wanted to get in contact with Russell. Mm. And they wanted to know if it was okay if they shared Russell's information. Mm. And I, well, of course, I said, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I didn't. Of course not. I said, look, man, Russell's like the most private, one of the most private people, uh, especially when you do become an influencer or a celebrity. It's like, he's, yeah. on top of that, he's an introvert and he's just private. He wants to chill with his family and wrestle and, and do yeah. the things he likes to do. And so I said, hey, man, like, um, when the time is right, Maybe there can be there can be some type of introduction or something, but at this point, yeah, I would, you know, I said, I mean, I said, you, you're, you know, where her mailing address is because you right. say, so 100%. that's how you can start. But and that was a billionaire, and I just still said, no, yeah, you got to be mindful well, of, of your, you of your you got to protect people, you know, and that's a great thing. And uh, when you do that, they respect you more, and it keeps your network in check, you know. And, uh, you know, it really does how I got to Russell honestly was one of my best friends had Russell's cell phone number. So Russell, I texted Russell for ever really met Russell and I knew who he was, but I hadn't had a relationship with him. And Russell basically texted me back and said, you know, I got family things going on. Didn't know who I was. So I said, okay, well, this is the person that introduced me. So he goes, well, you need to go through these channels. And I was like, okay, cool. So I just totally respected him, even though I had a cell number, went through the channels, joined Inner Circle the way he wanted me to, got to know him. And then we really had a laugh about how we got connected, how I got his number. He's like, I don't know how you got my number. Like nobody gets my number. But I'm like, well, I just happened to know a few people. <laughs> and one of them, and once he knew who it was, he was like, oh my gosh. But, but uh, this human being is one of my great, great friends. So it was like, he knew I wouldn't he knew I would respect Russell and whatever happened. I would never overstep that and make him look bad, if that makes sense. And so that level of trust is such a big deal. And you know, another thing that makes that that that, that makes me think of is that uh, it's ways of communication. Now, look, we all have our preferred ways of communication, like just the way it is. Like Russell likes, we all know he likes Boxer and he likes Instagram. That's where he hangs out. And Boxer, and I have Russell's cell phone number and we've communicate a few times when we had to on cell phone but i know that's not how he wants to talk he wants to talk on voxer it's basically it's an app that sends a voicemail essentially and then you instantly get it like a walkie-talkie and so when i communicate with russell i do it on voxer because that's the way he wants to communicate Amen. other people i just and I, I got like an elephant brain so i just remember everything so i know like christine morrell tonight i know she likes to do um facebook messenger and so it, I forget, like someone reached out to me today for someone else. And I said, oh, I, what's their email? And I said, and it was okay. It was, it was a fine yeah. introduction. But I said, email is not going to work. They are more, they're always on Instagram <laughs> messaging. Hit them up there, right? And so it's just Amen. like knowing these people that you connect with, yeah. know how they want to communicate. Figure, don't, don't communicate the way you want to communicate, which might be, and here's the thing that drives me nuts. If you want to like dream one me or know me, like do not call me. I mean, if you're going to call me, like, it's like, we got to be doing something because time is the most precious commodity that all of us have. And yeah. three of us are chatty Cathy's. And so like the one we get on the phone, it's like, all right, that's 20 minutes. Like there's just, it ain't going to be under 20 minutes. And sometimes yep. that's great. And if I have time, that's fun. But like other people will like get my number and like, we don't have anything really going on. And it's like, and I'll never answer it. It's like, just, you won't do it. Like for me, text is good. I don't really like text either. I like email because I can go check email when I'm ready to go check email. And it's like, it's an intrusion. Like I, that's everything else. And you can always set do not disturb and all those kinds of things. So just know your person, know how they want to communicate and communicate yeah. the way they want to.
you can turn I'm going to go get off. one really cool gift that I got given that I'm going to pass on to Justin, but I got to go get it. Cause it's one of the you're coolest. Re-gifting a gift? I got a gift that I'm re-gifting and you're going nice. to go. efficiency. Perfect. Look at this. Christopher. I tell you, you're, this is cool. I love it. If you, if you're, if you're watching this and you're like, you know, this is live stuff. I mean, this is the relationship that, that I've built with Bart, the relationship that Justin's built with Bart and Bart's on here with tonight, dropping some serious, awesome stuff, sharing about how he's built the billion dollar cowboy has built this billion dollar network of people. And then now, right now he's going to gift Mr. Benton <laughs> right here live on our tonight. This is really super cool. Well, and you gift, he, you gifted him something virtually on our live earlier this morning. So I guess we're, we're gifting virtually now, folks. You know what, whatever works, but you know, you mentioned, but while Bart's away, it's so important not to make someone feel uncomfortable because all the work that you do, all the effort that you do, it, you know, it's like, I kind of look at it like your Coke's going to squirrel over and you, you, you make the wrong move and that squirrel's just going to run away and it's never going to come back. And so you really have to think things through. You just, you know, think things through, think before you act. I mean, don't, don't go in this area of, you know, analysis paralysis, because we know that that's all bad. But one thing you need to do is you want to think it through beginning to end and then ask yourself those questions. Justin, your point about how they like to be communicated to. I, I made the mistake in the past of trying to call Russell. Uh, you know, actually, I didn't make the mistake of doing it, but I asked if I could call. And it was, you know, and it's funny when someone says, I don't like to be on the phone. And like my wife, she would rather do, she would text, she would text me. We could be laying in bed. She'd send me a text message instead of talking to me. She does not like to be on the phone. And some people are the same way. So you definitely have to respect that. Like Justin said, spend the time, follow the person, learn everything you can about them, see the world from their eyes. And one thing that stuck in my mind, you've got the golden rule which is do unto others as you would want to be treated. But the thing that we should all live by is the platinum rule. And that's do unto others as they want to be treated, treat them how they want to be treated. Not you. Oh, here we go. Oh boy. Yes. What do we got there? What is that? Is that a putter? Look at this. What is now? I need to hear the story on this thing. I, I'm now, a... This is, this is not even been out of the wrapper. Nice. Right? Idolist. So, oh, I can't give it to you. Okay. Well, you don't have to, you can just you can tease me. Is it got your name on it? Yeah, I didn't realize it put my name on it. Even oh, better, though, for better. Houston Benton to have the billion dollar hey, I'll, I'll be glad yes. to. So what I want you to do is I hope this will say, hold on, hold on. I want you to read what this says, if I can. Yes, is the greatest. Oh, go ahead. OK, here, read this right here. And this is this is what it's made out of. Ross Taylor original made from the reproductive organ of a bull. <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a whole win. That is perfect. Oh my god! Have you and you haven't putted with it yet? You don't see. You it. know, I've just had my hands all over it, boys. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, we give those bull whips to my dogs. That's hilarious. <laughs> how, anyway, how is Dozer not eating that? This thing I mean, shows up in the mail. I was laughing so hard, and then it's got a buffalo coin right there. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, that's they they funny. it was. It was a pretty funny gift. I thought it was awesome. So, but I, I'll never use it. So, if you'll use it, yeah, I'll well, it to inner circle uh, for you. Next time we uh, meet up in Boise, and it's not 
100 degrees or snowing, let's uh, let's go play some golf. 100%. I'm so excited that you were able to join us. I know know exactly what you're doing because I know which rabbit hole you're in right now. That's right. Anybody wants to dream one, this guy. It is pickleball all the way. And I and Christopher and I talked, and I think we're going to send you. I, I, I know I got a great gift for you. You guys, you guys. We're you like, guys. Well, you don't need to send me anything. I know, but it's I, fun. I love, it's what we are. I know. It yeah. is fun. I love I both have Googled of you. more pickleball stuff in the last month because I'm like, pickleball, pickleball, pickleball. I'm like, Bart loves pickleball. I'm like, oh my word, there's so much pickleball stuff. Yeah. Hey, it's crazy. Pickleball is nuts for sure. But once again, I can't thank you guys enough. If there's any way I can serve you, help you connect to somebody that you guys want to, I'd be glad to do it. And uh, if there's any other tricks or tips that you want from me, you know, just let me know and uh, be glad to pass them on. Love it, brother. Well, go play some pickleball. I'm so excited. And, And thank you again for joining us, but also thank you for being you and doing what you do. And you connected me with law. We didn't even get into get into that. Yeah, uh, Law was so cool about it. I haven't even told you, but I'll tell you another time that Law was so cool about it that just shows the network that we've developed. That we that it's not even about it's not about the money. It's about the relationships. And and yes, if you have great relationships and you serve people and you are always over delivering like we are, the money will follow. It always will. And if you play the long game, not the short game, the long Amen. game then you, will, you won't know what to do with all the money that you, that you want if that's what you put out there on your goals. So thanks again, Bart, so much for joining us. Thank Pick you, Bart. Pickleball. I'm coming for you next time. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you, brother. Thanks again for right, sticking by. I'll see you and your family, my friend. Take care. See you. Tell us very high. All right. Adios, brother. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.